This weekend saw tears of joy for many fans and tears for sadness. Drama right until the last kick of the ball. And yes, I'm just talking about the championship playoff final. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, a weekend, man. What a weekend. Oh, yeah. Moments everywhere. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. And we didn't really factor this, but both of us are really happy to end this season. Yeah. Just pure elation and jubilation. The perfect, the end of the the perfect way to end this, and I almost have the right music for the occasion as well. Oh, gosh. Jesus Christ. Oh, the Conference Why League, lads. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was going to do fucking Frank Sinatra's I did it my way for a second. <laughs> I was like, no, that's too sensible for you. No, it had to be the Conference League music. It's happening. Yes. <laughs> Who would have thought this was possible? The mighty Aston Villa backing European football for the first time since 2010. The agenda came true. Also, Brighton, European football, Tottenham, mid-table. Oh, I forgot the word. <laughs> I've forgotten the word. No, that's not a word. You can't keep saying that and claiming it's a word. Shitness is a word. Is it in the dictionary? I don't know. Are many swear words in the dictionary? Probably not. That's Susie Denmark. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Just... I don't even know how we unpack this weekend from Premier yeah. League action to the to the playoffs to the European football to the women's oh, stuff yeah. as well. Like, there's, yeah, there's a Jesus. lot. <laughs> there's a lot when you think about it. I think we only can start Premier League relegation when we got it right. Our predictions are correct, but unfortunately, it is sadness this morning for Leeds and Leicester City fans. One of them at least put up a fight. The other just decided, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, the other had been doing what they've been doing for pretty much all of the season. But you could argue that could be either one of them. Yeah, I mean, I was mainly talking about Leeds United there because uh, God, I, yeah, but, but, I had re- remembered throughout this week that Leicester actually been amongst the bottom all season, <laughs> so they kind of deserved it. Yeah, but at least they put up credible fights right until the end of like. Against the West Ham they team did. that's got other things on their mind. Yeah, I mean, they at least played until the end and went out with a win. So, I mean, let's get straight into it. Leicester City, they won uh, 2-1 against West Ham United. Goals from uh, Harvey Barnes and Wild Fays uh, wasn't enough because of results out where condemned them to the championship. Just, what, seven seasons after winning the title, was it? Five, seven, five to seven correct. Yes, which is a scary feeling as well. I've also seen this morning, Claudio Ranieri was on Italian TV. Was mm. asked about, it was like, football sometimes can give you the best dreams, but it can also give you the best nightmares or something like that. The worst nightmares, surely, not the best nightmares because the best nightmares are dream. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know what the comment was. I just said, like... Offhand, I don't have it written down. <laughs> it was something like that. Mm. I just heard it. And in the Premier League era, they are now the second team to be 
relegated after winning the title following in Blackburn Rovers, who won the title, obviously, back in the 90s and then were relegated, I think, three, four years later. Well, was it three or four years later? Yes. I don't recall them going down in the 90s. I forgot about that one. Late 90s, I'm sure. I'm sure it was the late 90s. I generally thought they were in the the Premier League until they did go down in like 2010, was it, or something like that? No, I think they... Yeah, I think they, like, after... I forgot they went. Yeah, I forgot they went down before that. Mm. That's on me. Less that but, uh, carry on. Sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> I was going to say it. The fight from Leicester was too little, too late because they hadn't shown it in recent weeks under Dean Smith. It makes it, it makes the Newcastle game even more baffling when you think about it. Because mm. if you'd have just gone for it, you'd have actually stayed up. Yeah, or if you'd scored that late goal. Yeah. You'd Nick still Pope be a Premier League team. Is, will not be welcomed in Leicester anymore. Mm. I mean, it's not just down to that one. I mean, the 5-3 game against Fulham uh, at the start of this month, you can't be allowing five goals to go in against you when you're in this type of situation. I mean, it was a Fulham team that had nothing to play for by then because their season was already done. They were secured of... Premier League survival and obviously had no chance of getting European football but it's just like that run of results from April onwards it's just it is relegation worthy when you look at it yeah and you look at the team as well a lot has happened from the start of the season where maybe Mm -hmm. players who were probably thinking they weren't going to be Leicester players to start this season not naming names, but we're obviously looking at you, James Madison. Looking at mm. you, Yuri Tinevans. When, yeah. when you have players like that who maybe are not in the best mindset, it, it ends up showing a lot more at this point when they end up being relegated. Yeah. I mean, we spoke about it earlier um, on in the season as well. With their summer transfer window, like, it's such a strange one. Letting the Schmeichel head over to France uh, and joining Nice, not really signing a replacement. They had such a quiet window. Everyone was talking about, like, as like, do Leicester actually have money to buy players? And it was just such a strange season. And I think from that point onwards, I had a feeling like they were going to struggle. I mean, they were obviously coming off a bad couple of years under uh, Brendan Rodgers after winning the FA Cup. Uh, they seem to struggle. Then obviously he goes and it just seemed to be like a downward spiral pretty much that it was this relegation seemed inevitable. Yeah, and it's again proof to everybody else in the league. If you're caught napping in the transfer window, if your recruitment's not good enough, you will be sucked right down there. It doesn't matter where you were the season before. It's a clean slate, get your recruitment spot on. Or you're going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a league that you see billions spent on transfer windows and clubs worth billions and billions of pounds, and obviously the TV money as well, you cannot afford not to be spending money in transfer windows. Yeah, people might say it's not sustainable uh, and it may not be in the long, long term, but for 
now you have to be spending money to compete with everyone else. Otherwise, you are going to be left alone at the bottom of the tree. Yeah. And of the three that have gone down, they're the only ones you can say, no, you, you didn't spend enough. Whereas the other mm-hmm. two, you could say you didn't spend it wisely. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think the reports I've seen, this is one of the most expensive Premier League squads to ever be relegated. Yeah, I couldn't believe that at first. I was like, yeah. really? You look as you look at that squad I and mean, think, no, surely not. I mean, but maybe like Madison would, would have been a bit of money. I think Tillemans as well would have been quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I think it was Ricardo Pereira. They wouldn't have spent loads on Harry Sousa. I, I don't think. I feel like they spent a bit on him. They didn't really spend more than somewhere. 15 max on him. Uh, oh, I think it was in January or something because of the World Cup, I think. Yeah, uh, Sumari as well. I think he they he caused them a quite a lot, but because yeah, he Sumari. didn't, he didn't go on to be something really. Although I mm. see the odd thing was saying that there is a player there, it, it just never materialised fully. Materialised. Mm. But I mean, looking briefly to next season for them, I mean, uh, what players are going to leave there? I mean, we already know that uh, Calgar Soyuncu is 100% leaving because he's set to join uh, Atletico Madrid. And he never featured much anyway this season because yeah. they just were happy to. He was probably going as well and then didn't get the move. Yeah, but how many of these players now will get moves to over other Premier League teams? Uh, so obviously looking at the three newly promoted teams or the teams that have just stayed around, because there are some good players that you think, okay, they can help out their side if they move here, there. There's uh, three of them, I mean, though. You have to say that maybe teams higher up would be looking at, oh, your Madisons, Harvey Barnes, mm-hmm. Tillemans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah I, think they're the, yeah, I think they're the three key players. Isn't Tielemans out of contract? Maybe. Maybe so, but I know oh, Harvey geez. Barnes is... I don't think he's anywhere near out of contract, so they could sort of ask for a fee for him. But well, you, you, Madison's Maybe. out of contract next summer, so they ain't going to get a huge amount for him mm. when you think about it. Yeah, and I think as well now with them being relegated... The, the big boys have a bargain chip. Like, well, you can try and demand 50, 60 million off us, but nobody's paying, nobody's paying 50 million for a Harvey Barnes. No. Right. In that situation now where you're no longer a, um, a Premier League team, you don't have the bargaining ch- uh, chip anymore. Where if you say, okay, we're still in the league with you, then I could be like, okay, sure. But now you, the fact is, aren't you? Don't have that same pull anymore. Yes, yeah, just a strange one all round with Leicester. A little bit. I don't know how they'll fare in the championship. If I'm quite honest, I need to see how they'd be in the summer before yeah. I can make any sort of assumption. Right now, I think they they do fine. I'd have them playoffs, depending on situations. I think current squad right now maybe mid table at the season in the championship at least is yeah, something you could you see expect, happening for them. Yeah, you don't expect them to be any lower than like twelfth, realistically, looking at this minute in time. They should still like them going down is a massive surprise and they're the probably the 
as we said, they're the most expensive team to have gone down in recent memory. Also, mm. the most competitive to have gone down in recent memory. So yeah. you would expect them to have a bit more of a fight when they're down there, even if it was the same group of players. Oh, 100%. And it's, who's the manager going to be as well? That was literally going to be my next point. <laughs> Don't forget about the, whose players are going to be there. Who's managing the club next season? Because Dean Smith was only brought in till the end of the season. I don't think he remains, personally. Yeah. They shouldn't, really. Gutted for Dean, and that's two well, relegations on his CV now. That's that's a shame. Well, that's the life of football sometimes. I mean, he may be a good manager, but relegations do happen. Dean Smith walked, so Unai Emery could run. Mm. But now, I... There is just going to be a lot of lot of question marks over the coming two and a bit months whilst teams get ready for pre-season and transfers and that before the new season as to what happens at uh, King Power. Yeah, and the same questions would be asked of the other team that was confirmed to be relegated this weekend, Leeds United. Good God, I think everyone gave them the best hope of surviving as well, considering... Well, they're playing Tottenham, so they've got a chance, you know. They were shite. They were absolutely yeah. crap. Some of the, the defending, when it was being analysed on Match of the Day last night, I was like, oh my God, what are they doing? They the, the had given up. It was blatant to see from minute one, they had no heart and no design in trying to stay. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to believe that, but the second the first one goes in, then maybe it deflated them because, oh, God's sake, <laughs> just embarrassing. Like, you can't leave Harry Kane of all people open like that. No, it was just it wasn't yeah. even like backs I... to the wall defending, was it? They tried to win, but mm. they almost abandoned all defensive integrity as part of that. Yeah, it just is there also it something quite funny seems... that they brought Samuel Adolf in to avoid going into the relegation places, and yeah, that's exactly what they've done. Yeah, they Fallen into the relegation, relegated. He gets a nice payday, even though I'd like that. I relegated. think he knew that as well. He was just going off in the post matches as well. As although they weren't resilient enough, they were they didn't do what they were supposed to. <laughs> a crap. I was like, yeah. well, I can say what I want. <laughs> I can be oh, as yeah. honest about <laughs> this shit as I, as I can. Yeah. Like he just did not give two fucks after when you saw that post match interview. You could like, see he wanted to say more, but he was being respectful, I guess, even in just a little bit. Yes. Um, again, another team players you left uh, scratching your head about like, who's going to be there. Obviously, uh, Weston McKinney's going to go back to Juventus because uh, the yeah, he ain't playing no only... championship football next season. <laughs> also, the buy option was only if they stayed in the. Uh, Premier League, a, and that was a big uh, buyout as well. Imagine if they had stayed up. Yeah, thirty-four million, I think it was. If I remember, did more. I, I don't know why. I thought it was like, way more. I thought it was in the forties. No, I think it's thirty-four. It may have been like euros in the. 40s, Even thirty still seems pounds. like a lot because he's not done much, but he's a young player yeah. still with promise. And I think wherever he does go next, we can still be a decent player. Yeah, I mean, I also expect probably. Two forwards to go would be Luis Sinistera and probably Rodrigo Moreno. Rodrigo goes. Sinistera, I'm yeah. not so sure. I feel like he 
could flourish. I think Leeds will actually else. keep quite a few. Yeah, I don't think they'll lose as many as Leicester, but I still think three, maybe four will go. Um, I think someone may low down, like the bottom half of the Premier League, will look at uh, Crescencio Somerville. I think he's got potential, if fully unlocked under that right manager, to so flourish Leeds into have got a good, a good young player. Club. If they do well, then they should, again, maybe be looking straight for promotion as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what like contract situation is like at uh, uh, United headed into this off season, um, but yeah, if they don't have many players going out, then I do put them in a better stead than uh, Leicester think, City. You also believe just move on from the old guard, like the Ailings, the Coopers of of mm-hmm. that team. Build a new younger team that's around the likes of Tyler Adams, Brendan Aronson, yeah. Sinistera. Nanto, Nanto might leave. Nanto might leave. Oh, yeah. That's one. You think someone mm. would be after him? If not, then he's gonna rip the championship up. Please. Yeah, there is definitely like four or five players. You like, it's time to move on. Like, great servants for Leeds, but like, you need to refresh it. It needs a whole refreshment at the club. I think they need a whole new defence. I don't think the likes of Strauch are good enough. Maybe that Vober is no. all right. Maybe he'll have a place, but the rest of them, I don't think, are good enough. No, it's just age and just lack of quality. Yeah, uh, don't think other points you can make with Leeds as well. I think we talked about the ownership in the last podcast as well. Whether that changes, there was all the stuff with Radrazani, and you seen, or did we? Was it us that mentioned it about Sam Doria? Yeah, he's trying to buy him. Uh, yeah, it's created a bit of a weird thing there that has to be worked out and then at full time scenes there were fans chanting like uh, they want him gone and obviously Spurs fans doing their shit about wanting Daniel to be gone but Spurs shut up <laughs> shake hands you had yeah, your own soul can you too yeah you know, are you playing not next season no we're not <laughs> hey mm-hmm. Your situation may be bad for your club, but it's not bad, let's be honest. Could always be worse. Exactly. But, um, Do you yeah, actually say a word on Tottenham now? Because I can't be asked to say much else. There's clearly a decent group there. Harry Kane, whether he stays or not, is going to be crucial to how they go ahead with their plans for next the season. Who's their manager and who the fuck's going to be their director? That's the main questions. I've got a theory. Well, it's not a theory. Maybe a prediction. Mm. Are they going to end up being in a position where they've got no choice but to go for someone like Brendan Rodgers? It's possible. I do. We'd have said that would have been good for them like a year ago. Yeah. And now maybe it's a debatable one, but it's the safe option now. If there's anyone more perfect for Tottenham in their current situation, it's him. Yeah. Maybe have one good season and then it all falls apart and they're back to square one in season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm very much like, I don't know what to expect. From... It's funnier when you've seen all the rumours of Deserby being linked. What? <laughs> no chance. Marco Silva. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> 
Why would he? There's no point him moving across the sea. He'd be in a similar situation. But who was yeah. the other? It was the uh, Andre Postiglou. Yeah, there's that. I think that'd be so risky. Yeah, I mean, but at least the football would be very fun because it's very attacking, it's just high risk, mm-hmm. which is what Spurs fans yeah. want. But there's also a different option out there, and I guess we'll talk more about it when we get to Wolves. I know they did. Julian Lop- mm-hmm. Lopetegui, maybe not the worst option if he could be tempted. I don't know whether they go for him though. It would depend on Wolves' situation, which we can discuss when we get to their game, I guess. Mm. So let's go to... Okay. I think we'll, we'll get to them. Everton, they've done it again. And this time, did it on the final day. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. <laughs> Lucky bastards. <laughs> it was a little bit. I mean, they, they were good. They did dominate most of it. But Bournemouth did have the odd chance. But when Everton scored, you had this sense of... Bournemouth ain't going to try and get an equaliser here. There's no reason for it. Yeah, it was definitely case in point. Like, uh, when Decore scored, Bournemouth had nothing to play for pre-match, during the match, or post-match. So, like, uh, post the goal, sorry. So, like, you can win because they've got nothing to play for. So, that's why I don't think there was anything too testing uh for Jordan Pickford, I mean, there was a it's few chances, I, but it's why I backed Everton because I just didn't see Bournemouth giving it much of an effort in the case Everton yeah. ended up scoring. Yeah, I think that was something I was like, they're capable of scoring Everton, but I was like, are they going to do it? Like for me, there was quite a lot in my head going. Um, I can see them scoring, but I'm like, I don't know how late it would be. And are they good enough to hang on to a lead? That's why I was like, question. Yes, like you said, Bournemouth had nothing to play for, but I feel like everything could have slipped up. Like if there was a key moment, like in the second half, they Bournemouth had a free kick, which they could have swung into the pub, but it just ended going up awfully. And then they won a throw, and then they did a foul throw so it was just like oh, for God's sake. yeah when I, when I saw I was that like, I was like oh you it's just comical when you do I think Brighton did one as well towards the end mm. of our game it's like oh what are you doing yeah well, once that happened I was like okay Everton has stayed no like professional that. footballer should be doing a foul throw no one over the age of 12 should be doing a foul throw let's be honest <laughs> I mean, if you don't know how to take a throw in by the age you're 12, you shouldn't be playing football. Or shouldn't be taking throw-ins either way. It's just awful to see, man. Yeah, it's all in the technique. Um, Decore's goal was fantastic. Like, if you're going to score a goal to establish yourself as a hero, then, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My only problem um, on that, uh, if I was... If, well, I am a football purist, and obviously, I'd be a born uh, oh, yeah. as a former fan. Describe uh, yourself as a uh, no, until just but one you're thing not a football purist, then yeah, one thing that pisses me off about modern football is defenders turning their fucking backs. Yeah, I don't know if it's just a natural reaction in that regard as well. It shouldn't, yeah, but it shouldn't be because 
why are you turning your back or just let it hit you in your chest or in your face it it then stops it from going in Mm. it it happens far too many times and because with him turning it blindsides the keeper even more yeah yeah, 10 times harder in that situation but uh yeah fantastic strike from decore don't take that away from him of course there's one thing we could also talk about is the seeds pickford and solanke igniting a brawl and Yerry Mina in his last Everton appearance just going, fuck it, I'm going to bite this individual. <laughs> well, uh, is he a biting thing? Cause I was like, they I showed was... an angle on match of that. It, it, it's not a bite as such, but his mouth's open towards his, his neck area. It's like, what's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> what is he doing? Yeah, I, I was like, is he biting him or is he just like going full on like grabbing him and going as much as in the face? As just growling. <laughs> <laughs> he's biting. Yeah, I, was, I saw it live and I was like, what the fuck are you doing, you mad bastard? It's funny that VAR just didn't acknowledge it whatsoever. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Sums it up. Mental. Sums it up. Yeah. Right. Mm. Be interesting to see if uh, the F- I'd imagine so the FA look into the incident and whether they. Uh, well, they can't ban him unless he signs for a Premier League club. <laughs> no, they could go to FIFA and ask for a worldwide ban. Yeah, I don't know where he goes next, to be honest. I don't think a Premier League club snaps him up. No, I think he just goes somewhere in Europe or back to South America. Mm. Shame, because he he does seem like a mad bastard. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It's just Um, um, very crazy to see. Yeah, uh, last thing. Pitch invasions are fine in certain moments. When it's the second season in a row that you've done it because you've stayed up. That time I'm going, really, guys? Really? Yeah. Like, I think there was something being said in commentary when they did do it as well. I can't remember who the commentator was for the game. But something like, this isn't the overall opinion of Everton fans. It is just a number of, just a few number that have decided to do it. There was quite a few still in the stands, I'd noticed. Yeah, there was a lot that were just like, let's get the fuck off the pitch. Like, 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 guys, we did this 12 months ago. (laughs) Got the same situation. Surely we acknowledge there's a massive problem there. Yeah, why are you celebrating that you stayed up again for us being shit? Celebration, maybe. It is, but it's also relief. More so as well. Yeah, but it's just one of them moments you're like, hmm. It just, it didn't feel right. Yeah. I also was feeling the same way when it's Jamie Carragher talk about, they, they can't, they can't be in this situation again next season. I mean, it's, it's probably like, will be. Sorry, am I, re, am I watching a recap of last season? They said the exact same thing. It's like, you absolutely oh, yeah. can. It's just been proven. Yeah. And obviously we don't know um, the situation with the takeover uh, of MSP Capital. What? If that fully is done and ratified by the league, and what funding will be available to Sean Dyche? Did he sign permanently, or was he till the end of the season? I can't yeah, yeah, he signed like a longer contract, I think. But it will be interesting, because so. are they going to spend money again? I don't know. They can't. They, I don't know. Just so they can't say that again. But they they can't be in that situation again. Otherwise, the, talking for from experience, the trap door only stays shut for so long. You're going to keep hovering yeah, over it. I've... It's going to open eventually. Mm. They need to get better signings. In, like, the most cliche thing I've ever said. 
probably. Uh, but they can't just be buying players because they need players. They need to spend wisely because there's too many players in this team. I'm like, you're not good enough. Yeah, there's a few you can Fine. point out. I don't want to name names because I think it's a little bit harsh on some of them, actually, because I think there's, there's some decent players there, but it, the whole situation has just knocked their confidence massively. Yeah, for me, there's... Like if they stick with this squad or add like a couple of players, I'm like, you're you're going back down. Yeah, and you're in that situation. Again. Even with a even with a takeover, there was all the stuff still around about FFP and there or something like that, financial losses. Yeah, and you know that yeah, you do, you know that teams have gone they got have gone down. They're going to be like points deductions, points deductions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like where is it? But. Yep. Again, if he does that, if that doesn't come, they will be punished next season anyway. And how much is Sean Dodge going to be able to dicefy this Everton team? Dicefy, that is a. I, I couldn't think of a word. Hey. Dice it up. <laughs> how is he going to mm-hmm. turn tra- this Everton team into a Brexit ball? Yeah. Um... He's already got the defence for it in Connor Cody and Tarkovsky. How is he going to turn that around? Unfortunately, he's missed out on Ashley Barnes. Still got Michael Keane as well, doesn't he? Yeah, but he ain't going to feature in that as well, is he? Unless he decides free at the back is the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that would be Sean Dunch. Um, shall we move on from them and look at the rest of the weekend's action? Because I feel like we spent a lot of time looking at We've that. We've been going for half an hour already. <laughs> it doesn't feel like Jesus that at all. Christ. No. Uh, we have to start. Conference League, the Villa are in it. They beat Brighton by two goals to one. Dougie Louise and Ollie Watkins as well. Yes, it was Ollie Watkins. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Crowd. Atmosphere. Performance. Unai Emery's a god. Unai Emery's Barmy Army. Yeah, I think that was being being chanted. Uh, Did you see that he put on his Instagram up the Euro Villa? Oh gosh! I love him. I love him. (laughs) Uh, Passports at the ready to go to some random place in Eastern Europe, lads. I don't know if you've seen the seedings. We could end up actually going to Juventus. (laughs) It's looking pretty bleak. We could be an unseeded team. Pizza at the ready. Oh gosh! Could you imagine that Juventus team coming to Birmingham? Looking at looking at the seeded teams, this the Conference League's cooking this season potentially. Yeah, uh, going to be a big, big competition for a competition going into its third year next season. And, it, could and have it, some fantastic it takes teams, a form of a European winner to bring the levels up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how nervous was she though when? Um, Do you know it's weird. That game? We... Start of it, like, I was not. Nervous? I was like, it's seventh. Like, yeah, the Conference League in European football that we won and maybe didn't think we would get at one point this season. But mm. no, it was fine. And then maybe it was like the 70th minute. I was going, okay, can we score the third now? <laughs> can we end this? <laughs> like, we missed two, two sitters. Ramsey had like an open goal, but he just delayed his run slightly and missed yeah. it. And then there was another one as well. Match of the day didn't show it. I don't think it was a bit of a shame. Watkins had another chance. Brighton mm. didn't push on as much in the second half, which helped massively. 
Yeah, I think for them, though, they obviously uh, earlier on in the past seven, ten days secured uh, yeah. Europa League football for themselves. So they were yeah, like, thank God. we don't need to push too hard in this situation. And credit to their fans as well. They they look great in, the, in their Roberto de Zermi's Brighton army. I can't remember what it I think it was RDZ's army or something like that on the shirts. They all they were all yeah. wearing the shirts away. It looked pretty cool in the away end. And we were all friends in the end because we all got European football. And I think what happened, stats. I wasn't there, but there was simultaneous chances of we're all going on a European tour. <laughs> Just simultaneously <laughs> between the fans. It was quite funny. Uh, absolutely brilliant, that is. Uh, yeah. They're by Brighton. They look good even in defeat. Hmm. And a full season under Deserby, I am very, very excited to see what they can do next season. Even who if McAllister and Kaiseido yeah. aren't there. Pretty much confirmed they're going. McAllister was in tears and got the confirmation of the crowd reception as well. Kaiseido didn't see much from him, but you would gather he's, an, he's off as well. Yeah. I, mean, I think there's others McAllister as well maybe in there, but they didn't really mention that too much. Yeah, um, McAllister looks set to be joining Liverpool with reports yeah. are to be believed. I haven't seen anything on Caicedo since. Like, obviously, there was the Arsenal talk in January, but um, whether they you go would back think forward, if Arsenal are still interested, they would go back. Yeah, the rumours rise and Caicedo in it for Arsenal. Yeah, so uh, that's why I'm like, mm, do they go in for him? Mm. It'd be a solid buy. I think he's all right. Yes. Uh, Elsewhere uh, in the Premier League, Southampton. Where the fuck was that performance all season, lads? Where has Cal- what's his name Salamana? Where's he been? He looked quality yeah. in the highlights. Where, <laughs> I mean, where have you been? Scored two goals. Uh, the second one know. was beautiful. The pace in that run. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, he's a 21-year-old midfielder. The hell did they? Oh, they got him from uh, Stadaren in January. Yeah, he was a January signing, but with that um, the other guy, who didn't look very good. Oh, it <laughs> hasn't done very well. I know Archer. Yeah, that was it. No, oh, yes. I think this this was just the the traditional end of season vibes match where nobody cares about defending. We're just going to create a goal fest. Yeah, and both teams. Knew their fates already. Liverpool, uh, Europa League football, Southampton playing Championship football next season. It was just <laughs> it's a bit of a difference. <laughs> yeah. We've got yeah. nothing to lose either side. If we lose, we lose. If we win, we win. It doesn't affect our season. And someone else who maybe reduced their value slightly was Keller. Didn't have a great game, really. So they were savable. Maybe one yeah. or two. All part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and Firmino scoring as well again, football scripted. Yes, and I have another example of that. I think in another game. Such joined Real Madrid as well as a backup striker. Yeah, Real Madrid. That's a solid backup option. Yeah, and he's secure in the back be... probably as well. Well done. <laughs> he's definitely secure in the back in that situation. Um. Brentford, they beat champions Manchester City by one goal to nil. Ethan Pinnock in the 85th minute, the same day he signed his new deal with the club. They've done the double over. That, the only team to do the double over Man City this season. 
Yeah, just in the start, only five seasons, I think, in the last 10 years, at least. Something like that. They've done the double in simultaneous seasons. That is mental. There's always one team that's got their number, and it was Brentford this season, but I don't want to ruin their moment, but there's, a, there's obviously going to be an asterisk over it saying, well, they didn't play the best team at the end. <laughs> I mean, we had, like, on the pitch at the end, you had Carlton Palm... Uh... Not Carlton Palmer. Carlton, we've, all, Cole we've both Palmer. made this error now. <laughs> Cole Palmer. Is that because he's um, been back on radio again? Yeah. Uh, Rico Lewis, you had Shade Charles come on, the young lad. Uh, did they make any more subs? I feel like they put on a couple more youngsters. I no, don't recall. I wasn't paying attention. I'm just looking here and it's saying Man City only made the one sub and that was bringing on that Shade Charles. What you mean, Mr. Pep Guardiola? It was all four five subs didn't make five substitutions. Did he actually ever make it this season? There was, I, was I, there I feel like he room? must have at one point. But he was very vocal <laughs> on all that and then he just ends up not doing it. <laughs> I'd say most of the times, I feel like he never makes a sub or he doesn't make even three subs. Jürgen Klopp was pretty high on it as well, but I saw him make four changes a couple of times. At one point this season, yeah. Um, one, two, three. I mean, he made four yesterday, all at the same time. Yeah, there was definitely one point when he did do it. Yeah, but uh, good on Brentford doing the double over. Yeah, fair does. Like in another season, maybe they would have just scraped Europe, but Unai Emery came along. Mm. Uh, again. Uh, another season in the Premier League that will be the next season they progressed they were lower bottom half obviously last season now ninth mm. what happens next season yeah and then obviously the one situation for them is uh, goalkeeping because obviously David Reyes seems pretty much set to leave uh, and obviously they, they're going to need to bring they signed him and didn't Fabrizio Mark affirm that it was happening Flacken I think his name is this morning Oh, from Germany, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I can't remember the club. It? Yeah, I can't remember the club, but they are getting a keeper, pretty much. Mm, and then, obviously, at the top end of the pitch, Ivan Tony being banned until January. Yeah. Well, it's been proven two games without him, and they've won. Who needs him? <laughs> you know what it would be such a typical Brentford signing now? Victor Jokeres. Oh my God! Yes, yes. Could you imagine him in that Brentford team Jesus next season? Jesus Christ, he's practically the same player. Yeah, it's just I mean, the rumour is they're just going to make that Kevin Shader permanent. But I've not seen anything mm. to suggest he's going to replace him fully. But yeah, Victor Jokeres, that would be like ready-made. Mm. Absolutely peach signing for Brentford it would be. Uh, let's quickly run through the other results. Chelsea... Uh, finishing a 1-1 draw with Newcastle. Newcastle ended up finishing fourth in the Premier League. Chelsea with their lowest points finish in a long time, lowest uh, position for ages as well. Frank Lampard's tenure finally at an end for many Chelsea fans happy about that because he was shit. And the footy situation and the whole thing, not to go all James Lawrence Olcott with the ripple effect here, but Anthony Gordon scoring Newcastle's goal. The man who Chelsea were wanted to buy for fifty million. <laughs> that is funny. Um, when that happened, I was like, "Oh, it's going to be one of them days, isn't it?" Mm, absolutely hilarious. The bark is uh, coming through right at the end with something hilarious. Yes. Uh, elsewhere, Crystal Palace and Nottingham Forest 
played in a 1-1 draw. Palace's new kit is disgusting. No, do you know what? I, I, I message you say it could be a grower, and you know what? Yeah. Not good, no. but it's a it's fine. It is what it is. They've done it before, but I think that it was the other way around. Like blue was the left. Maybe that is what it is. So what off them around, I it'd be know. all right. Also, I don't because it isn't that the gates they've got on the front of satellite spark. Isn't it that probably is, yeah. As well, yeah, but that's, that's a badge yeah. as well, and it so it's, it makes sense. Mm. It's not awful. Uh, man, yeah, it, it, it's all about Leicester's new kit. Either that's just simple, isn't it? They've just took the gold off where it was and put it down the side instead. I was about to say they've just moved it. Championship. Because like, that is. I saw. I saw a tweet coming saying like. The new kit, I was like, hey, what's different? <laughs> like you say, it's just the gold. And I looked at it, I was like, that, don't remember that gold stripe being down the side of it, but then the, the rest of it looked the same. I was like, yeah. Is that it? Uh, final two games Man United beat Fulham by two goals to one. Jaden Sancho and Bruno Fernandes with the goals to secure Man United a third place finish in their final home game of the season. Uh, I do, I think if United win the FA Cup, I would say that they have had a better season than Arsenal. I would back that debate. Right now, I'm very 50-50. But, it, mm. it, yeah, it's a good debate to have, I think. Yeah, definitely. It's it's one where I'm like, as a United fan, I'll probably lean I towards... I get both Fox, sides. You know. Yeah. I, I, I was just looking on 40 headlines for kit stuff, and their top one is apparently a leaked picture of United's new one. Well, it's because there was a picture of um, Luke Shaw in the New York... Not him physically, but Luke Shaw in uh, the New York store. And I, I like it. I mean, that's not bad. a bit is a bit meh, but otherwise yeah, the rest of the kids quite going nice. There. Didn't something happen? I did as well. It? I don't I know the full situation. The as well, some well, new owners, something will happen. If that ever happens, the new ownership, because Aye, Jesus It's going to be a long summer for you United fans. Mm. Um, but obviously still got one competitive game to play uh, this weekend in the FA Cup uh, finally Arsenal beat Wolves 5-0 Wolves had nothing to play for and didn't look like they'd even turned yeah. up to the Emirates Stadium yeah. Granite Xhaka scoring twice though <laughs> his farewell yes. football is scripted Very nice. yes and then Jakob Kibiel finally scoring his first goal for Arsenal as well yeah, you got to say it. Fair play. Gabriel Jesus as well. He got a goal for the first time in forever. Yeah, I don't remember the last time he bloody scored. Yeah, he, he started going on a run that we all was expected of him. Like, oh, it's not going to work mm. out here at Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, and then he just the injury hasn't helped. City it, it didn't end this season well. The injury maybe played a part mm. in that. Okay, let's talk about the stuff with Wolves because the rumour is they're potentially in trouble. Next season, financial issues and Julian Lepetegui supposedly being misled when he was when he was brought on that, they, that this was not going to be an issue or he didn't was not made aware that there would be any problems with this. And yet he maybe walks or gets tempted if he gets an offer from elsewhere. It's, it sounds like a mess that Wolves potentially could be coming. Yeah, and, and I've again, always predicted this from day one, 2017, when those owners came in, when they got promoted from the championship, they were all happy. Something always fell off. 
Mm. It was only um, going to last so long, that glory. Yeah. And uh, not just like the Chinese uh, ownership. Chinese but, ownership doesn't work out anymore. No. That's case in point with every Midlands club that had Chinese ownership. <laughs> it has. Yeah. Um, it's not worked but, anywhere. Uh, um, you look at the players, though, that are expected to leave uh, this summer as well at Wolves. If, if they don't get the right replacements in, they could really, really struggle next season. They could be the Leicester team next season. You, re- you don't recruit enough to replace who goes, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You lose your manager, whether it be before the season or probably end up getting sacked during the season. I think it all will it's depend just... on whether Lopetegui's there or not. If he goes, they're in trouble. If he stays, they have a chance of avoiding it. Because I think he's a done bit of a he's, he's done he's done a very good job. In fairness, mm-hmm. they were around bottom of the table, and then to finish twelve, yeah. they were twelve wherever they wherever they finished. Like they've done well. Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah. They've done all right. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, end of the season. Congratulations, Man City, winning the title. Uh, Erlen Haaland storming his way to the Golden Boots. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne finished top assist. David De Gea with uh, the Golden Glove. Also, Harry Kane scoring 30 goals and not winning the Golden Boot is mental, by the way. Yeah, wherever he goes next season, he's going to cook. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't pay £100 million for... He's doing like, that in a Tottenham team that is struggling like crazy to finish in the top seven. What would he do in a team that can offer him so many chances? Imagine if he did go to Man City, he may have done Haaland numbers. Oh, he would easily have done Haaland numbers this season, I think, if he was at Man City. Mm. I always wondered, could he do that at United? I think, we, especially since we added Casemiro this season, I think... Harry, Harry, could Sonic Harry Kane puts United maybe in title... Put, uh, maybe in a title push next season. I think it's a big, it's a big maybe. It would be a couple more signings I'd like to see. I mean, they've been heavily linked with uh, Kim Min Jai from Napoli. That's uh, a solid signing because he's got a, apparently a, like a really small release clause, like forty six Nap- to sixty Napoli million. Napoli again. Uh, there's probably an issue in Napoli next season. They're getting like, torn oh, apart. Onto them in a second. If we get them uh, the European talk, oh, I'll see you. Uh, the other thing, because he's got like a, a release clause, which is like really small, but it's only for like a small period of time f- through July. Uh, it's one of them. I, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if for like the first ten or first fifteen days in July, where he's got like I think that's all. I think that was, I'd mention it ages ago as well. There's the rumor that clubs want to make deals before like July because of AFFP and there's like contract stuff as well that around yeah. certain people. It's like it's going to be mad. Oh, yeah, a lot's going to happen in the next month, month, I think. Yeah, and I am here for it all. Oh, wait, as long as my We're here for it. We're not here to it. talk about it. Like, I can't be asked. <laughs> yes. But uh, it's going to be an exciting uh, transfer window. It is. Where should we go now? Well, the Premier League has been good, and uh, of course, we're off. Burnley and Sheffield United are coming into it next season, and one other team is joining them Luton Town. Come on! Oh my god! What was it the commentator said at the end? Be ready for a day at the Kenny or someone like that. that that's, yes. that's a that's a line that is. <laughs> oh. oh my god! 
That shithole is a Premier League <laughs> Glory Stadium. It, yeah, it, it's oh. rough, but it it's a fun one. Yeah, it's going to be funny. Over the last two months, it's probably become the most famous stadium in England. Yeah. Unironically. I can't wait for uh, the referee next season to just go to VAR and it's just someone's living room. They've just got the game on. Like, wait, wait, what happened? <laughs> it, I think that was Reeve that tweeted that yesterday. I've said it a few times, but I, I was also thinking it as well. I was like, VAR's just going to be someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, someone's oh. beer garden in the back. <laughs> yeah. I the mean... man cave. <laughs> and it's like, like yep. <laughs> Just, just a thumbs up over the, over the, the fence. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, was, was he offside? Yep. Just, just, yeah. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Go take a look. Uh, <laughs> come, come, look. Come over. <laughs> just come... Yeah. Hang on. I've got it on pause. Uh, do you want to get a scrap of paper and draw the lines of the ruler? Paper airplane sends it over the, <laughs> the, the stand where all the, the, um, the sponsors tend to sit. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the name of it now. No. It's gone out of my head completely. But uh, yeah, what a final, uh, what a day. It was a class, yeah, class game as well. Yeah, like Luton dominated for the first 40-odd minutes or so, and then towards the end of the first half, obviously, with the stoppage uh, time in the first half due to Tom Lockyer's injury, um, yeah. well, not injury, collapsing on the field. Yeah. Um, Thank God he's all right. To see. Yeah. He's, he's spoke uh, this morning. I think there was a statement or something. I haven't seen it. I just read that. Yeah. And there was um, the peak as well afterwards. Like, you were clearly alright. It, yeah. it was odd what happened because you saw in the clip, you're thinking, is it, is, is it like an ACL or an Achilles? Because he just, he was looked, looked like he was going to get up and it just went down straight away. It's like, is it, is it yeah. too painful that he just doesn't want to move? But yeah, odd in the moment when you think that's just collapsing, that's scary. Yeah, very. He just fell over scary, himself as well. It was like, oh. Yeah. It, just like backtracking and then the next thing you know he takes like a stumble and then he just falls to the floor and it was uh very very worrying signs uh for him but like you say yeah. glad to see he's making a recovery and he's and, like, he appears to be okay yeah and massive credit to Lewin for bouncing back from that as well yeah i mean carried the moment you could clearly see yeah you could clearly see in uh, in his post-match interview how much that affected uh rob edwards like, yeah, the whole team, in... pretty much, they were all just relieved in the end that they'd done it. Mm. Yeah. Um, Luton's goal um, from Jordan Clock. I mean, what a move. That whole and... move. Is he's, he's, he looks like a player who could adapt well in the Premier League. He's good physically. Yeah. Good pace as well. He could be all right. Yeah, he turned his defender absolutely just are destroyed and beautiful to see. Yeah. Uh, then Gustavo Harmer scored uh, just after the hour mark to bring Coventry back into the game. And the ball think... through to Jokeres was great, and then Jokeres just having the calmness to find Harmer as well. Yeah. Jokeres is class. Great, he cannot be at Coventry next season. No, he's too good for. I mean, Brentford, I want we've already do well done next... the business for you. Get on to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want Coventry to do well and potentially come up next season, but. It's one of them where you look at that Victor Jokic. Any club, like, there's like so many that I think he could fit in the Premier League as well. Yeah. Brentford, oh. Burnley, I think he would be decent for him. Yeah. Um, I know Wolves were rumoured, but it's like Wolves' situation. I don't think that's going to happen. 
Could someone like a full make a move for him? No, if they've got Mitrovic, I don't think they would do that. Oh, yeah. And Carlos finishes as well, so it's one of them. Mm. Sheffield, I feel like, would yeah. be not big enough. I think oh, you can aim higher than Sheffield if there's other clubs that are interested. Mm. Uh, anyway, back to the game. How about Luton? Luton, do you, what, do you fancy him? I mean, him and Carlton Morris up top, that would Ooh. cause problems. Carlton Morris going to feature next season? He maybe yeah. gets a chance, but he, is he going to adapt? I think it's going to be a tough one because he was fantastic throughout the season, scoring 20-plus goals, but uh, I think it's it was only Chibrakom and Jokinus. Well, we've seen it, even though Mitrovic done okay, it still wasn't like 30 goals, was it? Yeah, I mean, what was it? his first season he really struggled. Then when they went back down... This is the first season fantastic. where Mitrovic properly, like, yeah, now you, you've you done it. Yeah. And all that stuff in extra time... Luke Powell, a second wind in themselves, and then Josh Taylor, uh, sorry, Joe Taylor, nearly winning it in uh, the 116th minute. Jonathan, uh, Pan- <laughs> Jonathan Panzo nearly became the biggest meme ever this season. Yeah, it turned out to be one of the luckiest men on the pitch when that happened. <laughs> I mean, Luton had, I think, was it three goals ruled out for uh, either offside or handball, which, again, I can't argue. The whole yeah, I don't remember. Ah, actually. Yeah. Um, but then goes to penalty shootout. Uh, Luton win the toss to get it down to their end. So you're like, when when that happens for me... I can't recall the last the Wembley penalty shootout that happened at that end. No, I don't actually. There's it so many happening in the... The, the West End, yeah, but yeah. made a nice change, I guess. And then obviously Luton won the toss to take the penalties first, so it's like that's more pressure on Coventry because you fa- you're heading towards the Luton Town yep. fans and you're taking second penalty. You've got to match up. Uh, good penalties all around. Oh, no, they were. Like every single penalty was class. There wasn't even one where you go like, oh, God, if he'd just, if the keeper was just on mm. it a bit more than he saved it, every pen was great. Except for one, someone's got to miss yeah, Fankati Darbo, unlucky, yeah, really unlucky. Um, I mean, when I was watching it, the commentator said he had no confidence in his walk. Yeah, you could tell it was like, yeah, yeah. you don't want this. You did. Yeah. You didn't he, want this. Nobody else wanted it either. That just summed it up at mm, that point. Yeah, and then obviously I goes think we're going to let Jonathan Panzo take one. <laughs> did he not get subbed off? I oh, know he got no, that was, in the uh, I think you confused for Casey Palmer. They brought Casey him on Palmer. and then ended up subbing him off for tactical reasons. Mm. I tell you, one player I, I did think did really well for Coventry though was uh, that Brook Norton Coffee. He yeah, looked like really him. good. I got Jed Spence oh, vibes. Like, Wasn't there one run yeah, that he like, made in the first half? Is like, oh, he still going in? This is class. Mm. And he's apparently well, he's contracted to Arsenal. I didn't realise he's an Arsenal He sounded player. like, his name sounded familiar. I was like, I said you had a FIFA before. <laughs> I was like, he's Arsenal's. I was like, if Luton can get him on loan next season, I would not mind that at all. He looks all right. Like, he looked like he could be an absolute baller next season. But, uh, yeah. It's another fantastic. right back for the England team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fantastic scenes, uh, celebration for Luton. Uh Pelly, Ruddick and Panzo, he's done it, man. He's complete with football. Yeah, did you see he wanted his banner updated? Yeah. 
I mean, ugh. Just... He seems like a nice guy as well from all the post-match stuff that was done. Like I mean, a, good, got... a cool individual. Yeah, I've literally got goosebumps just thinking back to it now. It's just, oh, absolutely insane. And then uh, I don't know whether you've seen any of the dressing room celebrations. I hadn't. I've only seen one. I think it was the Lockyer stuff. Mm, but there was one uh, after that. They were doing um, the tequila song for the camera. Yeah, for oh, God's sake, if he somehow is a Villa player next season, we need to chant that. He won't mm. be. Get the women are going to sign him. 10 mil. Minimum, please. Cough up. Mm. Uh, but, uh, he the well his job is to yeah. just tackle. Mm. He had such a strong performance. But, um, yeah, so Mick Hartford, obviously, Luton legend, saved the club so many times and he's like in charge of the signings. He was in the dressing room as well uh, when they were singing that in his suit. And he had a Budweiser in his hand. And he uh, he deserves his well for what he's been through. Yeah, fully dancing through it. And then uh, towards the end of it, he started uh, chucking the Budweiser on people. <laughs> I'm not sure you know. I've been through shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, just what an incredible. I mean, we said it on Friday, either side, whoever got up had an incredible story, but mm. just fantastic. Coventry time. It's weird because there haven't been many times in the last few years where the team that's lost has then gone on to do just as well the next season. Like last season, like Huddersfield were in a relegation fight this season. Yeah. Swansea didn't uh, do as well after losing it as well. Only Villa and Brentford really like bounced back afterwards. Maybe Coventry yeah. can do it, but it, you know, they're, they're, it's amazing that they were in there in the first place. So you've got to think, can they do yeah, it? Fantastic. They're in a better place financially. Mm. So there's that. Yeah, the, Maybe the whole situation around the club. Is mm. better, and if they can keep Victor Yokeras, then I think that's huge. Yeah, but if they lose mm. him, they get a bit of money for him, and hopefully put that into signings as well. Mm. See, for that, or um, it's the first year built to Mike Ashley for using the stadium. Yeah, uh, one last obviously was the League Two playoff uh, final yesterday. Yeah, I didn't watch it, <laughs> I didn't watch it. Uh, I was too game that, but I heard it was that went all the way to penalties. Yeah, uh, John Mellish uh, put Stockport and goal from uh, Carlos uh, John Mellish in the uh, 34th minute to put Stockport 1-0 up. Amari Patrick levelled in the 84th minute, so they go all the way down to extra time and then penalties. And uh, Ryan Rydell uh, missed the second penalty uh, for Stockport and Carlos scored all five of theirs with Taylor Charters scoring them. Uh, important penalty to send Carlisle uh, into League One next season. So congratulations to them. Yeah, it, both clubs as well been through a lot off field mm-hmm. as well. One of them had to lose, and Carlisle did very well. I think Starfall were definitely heavy favourites considering they'd done very well all season, just about missed out yeah. on promotion as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So uh, later on today is the. That's actually yeah. no, they, no, they'll be back and talk about it. It was on the radio. I was listening. League Two next season is gonna cook. Some of the teams that are in League Two next season, you got Wrexham, Stockport. You got the those that have come down. Like just yeah, it's gonna League be Two. Oh. oh, I think all divisions are gonna be uh, like the English football period is the season. best thing ever because every league is competitive in its own way. Yeah. A hundred percent, and that's why I love it. Right, uh, 
the League One player final is tonight, uh, this afternoon, sorry, not tonight, between Barnsley and Sheffield Wednesday. Nice bank holiday viewing while I edit some vids. Yes, uh, for a place in the Championship next season. I think it's what I... means, bank holiday. Yeah, bank holiday. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot. End of May. I know, it's crazy. Holiday, it? doesn't, feel, it doesn't feel like a Monday, if I'm honest. No, I have to agree. Right, um, European football, because, my God, is there a lot to talk about? I don't, we've gone for an hour already. <laughs> this end of season, last podcast of the seat is, yeah, mental. Mental. I mean, mental. Have we waffled? Section, Maybe we've waffled slightly in the Premier League stuff. That yes. went on forever. Um, so, Italy. Penultimate That's games the place you weekend. want to start, really? That's the place you want to start. Well, we spoke about Napoli not too long ago. That's why I was just going to get onto it. I, we can talk about Napoli. There's only one place to start with Germany. Come on. Yeah, let's go there then. Dortmund, Dortmund, Dortmund. Uh, we knew it was possible. Our expectations of you were low. But holy fuck. But holy fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no. I, I felt so awful for them. Just seeing them all tears on the pitch. Fans just... Like chanting, yeah. saying, "No, we're proud of you." Like you could be upset, but we're still happy. Mm. God, it was I think heartbreaking. It, I'm sure I saw, I saw a stat as well after the game. I don't know whether it's the first time in history or in recent history that they were the first team to be top on the final day and not to win the league. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me with the Bundesliga. Like, yeah, just absolutely crazy. So. Bayern have now won 11 straight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so depressing, in fact, that I told you in Messenger that there was a clip. I don't know if you'd seen it since. Freiburg and Frankfurt playing each other. And it comes mm. up in the stands that it's 2-0 to Mainz. The collective yeah. groan in the stadium. <laughs> and I was like, oh! <laughs> Your bottle jobs. Absolutely. You had one job to so. ruin everything and just stop that machine that is Bayern Munich. And you failed? Yeah. Um, off the field stuff, though, for Bayern. This is the funniest part the of the whole thing. <laughs> so Oliver Kahn wasn't even allowed at the game. And then Sasa, is it Sasa Mihalotovic? I can't say his name. Oh, it's too much. Uh, he was practically told straight after the game during the there, celebration. There was a clip. I don't think well. he was told on the pitch. I think they knew, really, that yeah. they, it was going to be the end for them. But it's like, yes, we did it. We did it. Yeah, you, you, you can't celebrate. Go away. Mm. We nearly lost it because of you. It's just going to be uh, very interesting to see what happens uh, next season uh, for... By Munich in that situation. Obviously, Thomas Tuchel is expected to be there. There was some room potential. It's like the odd think... little thing that he, he might not be, depending on who mm. goes in. It's like, that's odd. Why would you get rid of him? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Dortmund have to second settle for second place in a 2-2 draw in the end. Rafa Guerrero and a 96-minute equaliser from Nicolas Sula uh, gave Dortmund the point. Elsewhere, uh, Leipzig and Union Berlin are the other Champions League teams. Fantastic for FC Union Berlin uh, to get that final Champions League spot. Yeah, it's lo- just... lovely for that. Lovely for Union mm. Berlin to be in it. And you've seen, I think, there's what could potentially be pot four in the Champions League group stages. 
That's the yeah. biggest bunch of wild cards I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Got Newcastle, so Junior Berlin, Celtic if they are up for it this year, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. Baffling. Yeah. You got all these players like, um, we don't want shitty little things like Fire Nord and Union Berlin and Newcastle. And you're like, uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> it makes it way yeah. more interesting. Mm. Uh, Freiburg and Bayer Leverkusen get the Europa League and Europa Conference League, respectively. Bayer Leverkusen uh, doing it on goal difference over Eintracht Frankfurt in the end. Uh, by scoring. in the Conference League, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, down at the bottom is commiserations to Schalke, who have officially joined Hertha Berlin in being relegated. And uh, Stuttgart will be involved in the relegation playoff game. Uh, so good news for VFL Bochum, who managed to win and ended up finishing in 14th place in the end. I don't know, like they smashed it with their game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's fair to they gave it a, a try as well against Leipzig. Mm, but ended up losing uh, 4-2, because they did draw it 2-2, uh, 2-2, but then uh, like goals from Paulson and Nkunku in his penultimate game for Leipzig, because they've got the DFP Pokal uh, still to yeah. come. Who's, who's that again? No, Leipzig and... Freiburg, isn't it? Yeah. I need to say it at some point. But it was... I, see, I feel no. like it is... No, Leipzig, yeah, Frankfurt. Sorry. It's Frankfurt. Interesting. Yeah. I could be tasty. Uh, so... I want to be able to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah. Now I think... On that before we go over to Italy. Yes, we uh, can go to Italy. It's the same day as the Champions, it's the same day as the Champions League final, yeah. That DFB Pokal. The third nice of June. Nice warm-up, that is. No, the Champions League's the warm-up for... No, sorry, the Women's Champions League, sorry. Oh, and the Men's League? FA Cup. Oh, but God, so I've got to... Oh, well, I can't watch it again, because I've got to... I'm already doubling. <laughs> I'm balancing games. No, that's on at 7 o'clock, so that's fine. It's later in the evening, oh, the DFB podcast. I'll still probably work <laughs> Italy. Yes. Uh, yeah, Italy and Jesus Christ are naturally in trouble. Yeah, there's issues. Spalletti's going. He's yeah. He's off. He's on a sabbatical. It sounds, sounds like they're going to lose Osimhen probably. Kim Manjai is available. You'd think there's other players I mean, that rumours maybe will come around right Shelia. Yeah, I mean, could this Don't be they're getting like, gutted? Yeah, and is it going to have to be another thirty odd year wait for him to win the, the next title? Oh, I, I think that they would say it would all have been worth it in the end. <laughs> but no, they'll be hoping to at least be decent next season. Yeah, I mean, competitive. <laughs> I think is the word as well. I think the thing for them, uh, again, the rest of the team they're going to strengthen, but it's where who comes in to replace Spalletti and how well did they replace the players that, like we mentioned? Um, if they were to leave, how well do they replace them? You'd think they get a lot of money as well. Isn't the no was the rumor the, the excuse me the, the president's going as well? Was that rumored or think, is that not happening now? I think there's been some rumors, but I think he's staying for now. Yeah. So it's been like who knows rumored and after everything, but yeah, yeah, just that we have to hope for the best next season. Mm-hmm. Uh. So uh, that was on the back of their 2-2 draw with Bologna. Elsewhere, Inter Milan beat Atalanta by three goals to two. Fiorentina beat Roma by two goals to one to end Roma's chances of 
getting Champions League football, they're going to have to potentially settle for another season in the Europa Conference League. Um, although they oh, can no, still me. technically, our record against Jose is fantastic. Yeah, but this this is Jose's tournament. <laughs> is it? But uh, don't. Well, yeah, but along comes the Europa League master Unai Emery. <laughs> um, elsewhere, we had uh, AC Milan beating Juventus by one goal to nil yesterday. Uh, so. The top four is set. It's just down to positioning now. So Napoli first, Lazio second, Inter third, AC fourth, which is where they all finished. Obviously, but you know, it's, it's actually Inter, seventh. AC. Seventh against Conference League, you know. Oh, and here it says sixth against Conference League. It's definitely League. seventh because in all the ranking stuff I've seen, it's Juventus. Uh, was that before the weekend or post? It might have been before. But I, I, don't because... I don't know. All we're worried about now is one other team. And we'll get to that when we talk about Spain. Yeah. Um, as it stands, Atalanta will take the Europa League spot. Roma are taking sixth place. And whether that's potentially Europa League or Conference League remains to be seen. And down at the bottom, it's Hellas Verona who take that uh, third and final relegation spot. But again, it's going to come down to the final day uh, between them and Spezia. Uh, looking at Hellas Verona's final game, they travel to AC Milan. Uh, so that's going to be a hard task for them while Spezia they're uh, away to AS Roma so both teams have got uh, hard games this weekend to finish off their season yeah definitely um, but we'll do Spain to last actually we'll go France next Maybe that can be quick uh, PSG crown champions this weekend yep Lens are in the Wanna Champions draw. League that's nice for them some nice yeah, scenes there as well yeah, after they beat Ajaco by three goals to nil. Uh, Marseille will go through the qualification process of the Champions League. Uh, it's weird because there's no Premier League teams involved in that anymore. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, it's based on where you are coefficiently ranking. That's why. Yeah, it's all that stuff. I, yeah, I've seen uh, the posts go around, but I can't remember who gets involved in that. No, I'm not too sure myself. Um, looking quickly, um, Lille are currently taking the Europa League spot. Stad Rennes will have to go through the qualification, although Monaco can still catch them. But uh, Rennes have a better goal difference in that sense. Conference League uh, is Monaco, which I'm down for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, then, to be fair, uh, like, if we're going to be in the Conference League, you know, fuck it, just put them all the good teams in it. <laughs> Yeah, and then down at the bottom, uh, it, again, it's going to come down to the final day for Auger and Nantes to uh, decide who joins the other three teams in being relegated to the final division. Nantes play Angers uh, on Saturday, whilst uh, Auger, they uh, play Lens, who have not to play for, so maybe that favours Auger now in hoping of uh, staying up. Mm-hmm. And now we can go on to La Liga because... I did not know this before this weekend. Barca are leaving the Camp Nou for a couple of seasons. Yeah, because it's been renovated. Yeah, they're finally doing that renovation that I remember seeing when I went and did the Barca tour on a, on a holiday a couple of seasons ago. Looks like it's going to be mm-hmm. nice. Going to take a bit of a time. Though. Two seasons, I think, they're going to be out of it. And Two the place they're going to is the Barcelona Olympic Stadium, which is 
It's got a running track on it. So it's just yeah. instantly, you know, bad stadium. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of it. Unless it's the Olympicos or the Maradona Stadium. No, terrible. Exactly. Uh, results from La Liga this weekend. They're going to Al Libertador, are they? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid beat Sevilla by two goals to one. Barcelona beat Real Mallorca 3-0. Atletico Madrid beat Real Sociedad by two goals to one. And again, down at the bottom, Jesus Christ, who the fuck is going to get relegated on the final day? So Espanyol have now been relegated because they can't catch uh, Celta Vigo. I've just seen it. <laughs> but from the 13th down, there's two points separating them. Oh, my God. So 13th is Cadiz, 41 points minus 23 goal difference. Hatafe, 41 points minus 11 goal difference. Valencia, 41 points minus 3 goal difference. Almira, 40 points minus 16 goal difference. Celta Vigo, 40 points minus 11 goal difference. Real Valladolid, 39 points minus 30 goal difference, which is the only thing that is you'd say is condemning uh, Valladolid to the second division is that goal difference, potentially. Yeah, and well, we're not going to preview this all, but just look at the fixtures. Valencia play Real Betis, Espanyol playing Almeria. So that's tasty. Alche playing Cadiz. And Real Valladolid are playing Getafe. Oh my God. So they're all is... sort of playing each other again. At Salta Vigo got a Barcelona team that have got no reason to play. I mean, next Sunday is going to be absolutely mental. Yeah. Keep I have an eye that in Spain. Definitely have an eye on that one. Mm, um, also, I've just noticed because the Conference League is still on the line as well. There's 11th up to 7th can still finish in in that spot. Yeah, well, yeah, theoretically, Real Mallorca could, if everyone else above them loses and well. they were to the win goal of, on no, goal difference. Oh, yeah, no, no, good. There's that. If they win both. By four I'd or see... more goals, and everyone else loses, they would get it. And I'd say something as well. Something that irks me with the Conference League. Because Villa have been away for so long, our coefficient is pretty bad. It's so bad. And because of the quality of teams that are going in it, i.e., they've been in a lot of European football, we could potentially mm. be unseeded in the playoff round. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But the only, right now, we are currently seeded, but we are right on the edge. In a scenario mm. where. Sevilla don't win the Europa League and then qualify for the Conference League, finishing seventh for this season. We will Villa will be unseeded. <laughs> All those teams we could play, I'm worried that we, we won't even be involved. The, the, the dream will have ended already. <laughs> it won't Before even be September, it won't even be September, and it's finished. Oh. I'm just yeah, all eyes on Spain on Sunday then. I hope they win the Europa League now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, oh, to, I wanted Jose to do it. I'm, I'm conflicting now. I want Jose to do it with Roma. But no, I've got, I've got Sevilla that I them. need to... Who is Sevilla playing? I need to see. Sevilla are playing Raul Sociedad. Who are fourth place and certain of that so. Nothing oh, to God. play for for Sociedad. Oh, God. <laughs> I need the rest of them to might... step up massively. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Asasuna. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Viva Bilbao. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Over an hour's worth of talk for the final time. Plenty of drama. What a yeah. final day it was. Decent. Amazing. Great season overall. We've had amazing moments. You can include the World Cup in that. It's been fun. Mm. What a year. What a run. Just astonishing. So I was going to, I had like a thread that I'd liked on Twitter and it had all the funniest moments of the season that you would have forgotten. And I was like, oh my God, that happened. That happened. Oh, but yeah, we've gone on too long. So just to go through it all. Mm. Roll on August. That's all I say. <laughs> hey, if you want football though to get your teeth into this summer, if only there wasn't like a big major international tournament that people could put their eyes towards. If only there was somewhere that was covering it as well. Where could that be? Where could that be? Maybe if you go onto YouTube, type in women's football talk, you'll you'll see over the summer a lot of videos helping to preview the Women's World Cup that is happening in Australia and New Zealand this summer. Uh, from the 20th of July is the start of the World Cup. Uh, like you say, in Australia and New Zealand, we'll be fully covering it. We uh, won't be active uh, here on this podcast, but we will be all over that channel this summer, if yes. you like us. If you somehow like. <laughs> If you do, but, you're a bit weird. <laughs> I'm questioning well, your, 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 your motives. <laughs> well, we're weird enough to like ourselves, so... Speak for yourself, how dare you? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, like Brad said, if you want to go check out all the World Cup stuff, all women's football stuff, we have a dedicated channel, Women's Football Talk, where we look at everything from modern women's football, and we'll be busy this summer with the World Cup. Until then, thanks oh, very much. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm too late now. You hit the goodbye. I can't start really relaying points off now after that. Well, thanks for so much for listening for, for us, to us for this past season. Been a busy year, but it was a good year. Cheers. <laughs>